Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at more of the energies around this unraveling of the age of Pisces energies. Following up on part one from April 12th, where we looked at what we may be experiencing in this lifetime as significant themes, and now looking at what are some of the benefits and opportunities of this unraveling as we unwind what we've been holding and carrying across multiple lifetimes as we release and let go at a higher level of consciousness, we're then gifted with more ways to understand ourselves and understand our own energies. And I hope that this show connects you with a deeper sense of peace and what you've been moving through, especially since 2003, when we had Uranus enter Pisces. And in part one of this topic, we went over how multiple planets have been moving through Pisces since 2003 with Uranus and Pisces. Then we saw both Neptune and Chiron enter Pisces in 2010. We currently are experiencing the ongoing Neptune and Pisces energy, which is exceptionally strong because Neptune is the ruler of Pisces. And over the next few years, we're going to see Jupiter enter Pisces for about a year or so, and then we will have Saturn enter Pisces until 2026, from 2023 until 2026. And that Saturn in Pisces really helps us understand what we've needed to experience to help ourselves mature, to understand our choices, to be clear about what we're keeping and what we're letting go of. And all of this is helping us move through some deeper layers and levels of our own energy fields. Pisces is the 12th and final sign of the zodiac where we are able to transmute energies. We are releasing and letting go. We are allowing the energy to change form, going higher into what it represents, what it means, what we've been learning, seeing ourselves from a higher perspective. With this Neptune traveling through Pisces until 2026, we are being offered an opportunity to not only understand more of these Pisces energies in our lives, but to keep growing in our intuition, in trusting ourselves, in looking at what feels right, where you feel an energetic pull or guidance coming through. This is support for really tapping into more of your spiritual essence. Now, because Neptune moves so slowly, we don't always experience Neptune in Pisces in every lifetime. So there's something quite beautiful and divine about this Neptune and Pisces energy that is revealing to us more of who we are at a soul level, more of what we're here to release and let go of, and also how we're supported in going to other places in our own energy fields. How yes, we are these physical bodies, but there's more energies we tap into that aren't contained within us. They are out there in the ethers. It's energies we feel and we sense. And this Neptune and Pisces is helping us with those connection points. And I feel like this is one of the most beautiful gifts at this time is that as we raise our consciousness to see what the patterns have been, the habits, the unconscious loops, the deeper soul themes, we can then go out 
into other energetic realms and dimensions for answers, for wisdom, and for understanding. And I'm seeing this energy as basically these beautiful streams of light that take us beyond what we can see and touch, of course, but takes us beyond what we have consciously known. It's an expansion of energetic potentials. It's how we're growing and expanding in significant ways in this lifetime is through this Neptune and Pisces energy that is assisting us in knowing more of who we are at a soul level. So where transiting Neptune is moving through your natal chart, whichever house it's moving through or houses is where you are probably been required to let go, to allow things to transition, to have removals, to practice forgiveness, to really understand what it means to live in trust, to really understand that, okay, something is leaving, something has been removed, and it can feel powerless, it can feel out of your control, and it's been something, like I'm getting this image of a bag of energies that perhaps has been carried across multiple lifetimes, and this is the lifetime that it's being removed and transmuted. And again, that can feel very difficult to the ego or to the mind in, oh, I have to let this go. I have to surrender this. I don't know what that means. I'm scared. I'm uncertain. And you can then feel your energy go into other places. And again, I'm feeling like this can be a habit. This can be a routine that you've been through in many lifetimes where something is removed and then there's these fears that come up. And our fears... Our fears can reflect back to us exactly what we're ready to learn and understand at a higher level of consciousness. So for example, if something is removed from your life, let's say a job, which is significant to being able to create an income and your livelihood, and the job is removed, it's taken away, it's a decision that was made, it's no longer needed, whether you were aware of it in advance or not the job is removed. So logically, especially to our minds, it brings up fears, fears around money, fears around stability, fears around what's next, what's the next job, what do I do, Uh, what are my next steps. And the Neptune influence can show us where we feel overwhelmed and uncertain. It can bring up these emotional waves, even tidal waves of fears that we are experiencing and having to ride these waves. And what we're learning is that when we feel these fears come up that can be deeply rooted in fears of lack, fears of self-worth, fears of feeling supported, feeling that you're not sure what to trust or believe in, all of this energy is stirring something up deeper within you. And it allows a process to be more evident or to be worked with consciously to reprogram this energy. And this is why we can have feelings that are really deep or fears that seem really big because we're energetically carrying it across multiple lifetimes. 
And this is the lifetime where we are unraveling those fears and reprogramming them at a higher level of consciousness so that they can then support us and they can help us remember that in fact, the universe is made of abundance. There is more than enough. There is more resources. There are more jobs. There is more money. There is more than enough that exists on this planet. But we go through a process of perhaps feeling like you're in that deep part of the ocean where it's all too much, it's all too big, you don't know what to do. It can feel very big and overwhelming. What I feel we're understanding about ourselves is how these patterns have existed for many lifetimes. And now we're at the place in ourselves individually and collectively on the planet where that energy can be reworked to step into a higher sense of trust and power. However, this is rarely a straight line. It's often a zigzag. It's a sense of perhaps, again, taking one step back before two steps forward. It can feel like it's bigger at this time than it's ever been before. And it's because spirit, God's source, the universe is bringing your attention to this matter. It's bringing your attention here so that you can go into it and really look at how you can shift the energy and reprogram it in a way that suits you. So the fears come up, the messages come up, the doubts, the confusion, the sense of, I don't know what to do. It's all too much. It's all too big. Then what happens is something else comes through to show you that you're supported, you're loved, and you're not really navigating this alone because now at a higher level of consciousness you can tap into other energy streams other areas of support you can actively be aware of what you're requesting or what you're intending with the universe and this is part of how we actively use and apply our spiritual growth how we're aware of what you've been learning and practicing can be used in your life in a practical way when this Neptune and Pisces energy comes in and removes something, asks you to let go, and asks you to trust what you can't see yet. What you can then do is go into your intentions and go into the fear that's coming up and transmute it. There's so many ways you can do this and it does depend on what energetic tools you resonate with, what processes you enjoy, how you wanna work with the energy. But what it gets down to is to remember how powerful you are. And it feels like through multiple lifetimes, especially during the age of Pisces, we became disconnected with our power as energetic beings. We became disconnected and even burdened by the realities of life on this planet. There's a heaviness that sets in. There can be a discouragement at times. There can be a sense of it's, it's a lot, it's disappointing, I'm afraid. These are all lower expressions of the Pisces energies. And it's where we have an opportunity here to powerfully rework that. Now, the fears that come up can be very normal. And I feel like it's important to not be hard on yourself for having those phases or those days when the fears or the older programming shows up and can be very loud. But it's remembering that you also came in with a deep, deep connection 
to your power and also a deeper connection to spirit, God, source, the universe. And so this is where we make powerful changes that in fact reverberate across all timelines, all dimensions of time, and all lifetimes. That's how big this work is right now. That's why it feels so big. It can feel monumental. It can feel like, wow, I'm really going into something here that's so significant. And you might not even realize at a conscious level that it's because it's a theme you've worked with for so many lifetimes. That's why it's so big. That's why it's so significant for you. That's also why it could feel so emotional. So what you want to do then is reprogram yourself to tap into your power, to say, I will always find exactly what I need in my life. I will always be supported in what I need next. I will always have another job opportunity. I will always experience exactly what I need in order to create the best and most powerful life for myself. So I realize these sound like affirmations and mantras, but what you're doing at a deeper level is going into the belief systems you've carried and how those belief systems, I'm seeing them as they've, like they used to be very vibrant in their color and then they become more like a soft pastel or have this watercolor essence where some of these belief systems are fading They're no longer active for you. They're no longer in residence. They're no longer a part of who you are, but maybe you haven't actively called in or replaced that new belief system. And I feel like this is crucial right now is to be very aware of what you're believing about all areas of your life. But then to go even deeper, that's rooted in how much you love, accept, and honor yourself. And that's really the deeper work we're doing. As we unravel the Pisces energies, we get more to the heart or the beautiful essence of our own energy, which is pure light. And it vibrates very quickly and very fast. It has this purity to it that's even hard to explain. I'm just seeing it as these sparks of light, these sparks of energy that are so alive. Uh, They are really about a sense of power. And I feel like for most people, it reconnects you to your very first lifetime on this planet where you took a body to come here and experience and explore what it means to live on earth. And you could have some intuitive hits or visuals or downloads about what this very first lifetime was for you. I mean, you could literally all of a sudden feel called to a certain culture or civilization, a certain city, a certain country, a certain energy that is one of your soul's very first experiences on this planet where we come in with a purity, an energetic purity that we want to understand, you know, what this earth experience is about and what it's opening up in us, how we're growing, how we're learning, what it means to be in the human body. But I'm feeling this energy of that very first lifetime. I feel like so many souls came in with so much wisdom. It's interesting because at first I thought, did we come in naive? Did we come in really innocent? No, I'm feeling like there's just so much wisdom and advancement and understanding 
that came through during these first lifetimes, but it had nowhere to go. It couldn't be applied. It was kind of like bringing art supplies into the science lab, or, you know, you just didn't come in with the right tools. And that was part of the adjustment of, oh, okay, I guess I don't need this paintbrush if I have to look under the microscope. But there's something here where the energy that came through was set aside in order to adapt and survive within this energetic experience. So the tools, supplies, understanding, and wisdom is there, but it wasn't able to be implemented or used, and it was set aside. And then other things came in, other energies, experiences, uh, themes, relationships, etc., that also became more prominent. And then I'm getting the visual of those art supplies just sitting on the counter untouched. And what they represent is the intention of the soul to create certain experiences. Meaning, again, you came in with certain tools that you wanted to use, but they couldn't be applied. So other things came in that you had to use, had to learn. And then through many lifetimes, maybe there was a return to those art supplies, which I just mean figuratively. But there's a sense of a part of the soul's intention was put aside, but it can feel like it was lost. It's really interesting because now I'm feeling like that's why so many people can feel lost on the planet is because what they came in to do, they weren't able to do. They weren't allowed to do. They were, you were persecuted. You were murdered. You were taken out. You were not allowed to be the truth of who you are because the environment, the energetic environment on earth wasn't ready for it. It wasn't time. There were other things to learn first. There were other experiences, other energies, a lot more that also had to shift and change on the planet. And in the more modern era, we could look at this in terms of what collective values have been through various eras. I mean, we could go back and look at, you know, what started with the industrial revolution and how there was an importance on, on getting a job at a factory because it provided stability and it was reliable and then you could have a good income for your family. And we can look at how those values shifted throughout the 20th century and now we're into the 21st century. And there's more here that I feel can reconnect us to the soul's original intention to experience the earth playground. So it's almost like we are unraveling so many energies, so much programming, outdated value systems, belief systems that we no longer resonate with. There's a lot of letting go, which has shown up in our lives through some very significant changes. And this will be working with everyone differently. Of course, it does depend on your own astrology chart and how you work with Pisces energies. But these are the transitions that we're letting go of in order to return to that pure essence or pure desire of what you wanted to experience on this planet in the first place. So it's almost like, well, now I'm going to go right back to those art supplies that I brought in with me and I'm going to pick up that paintbrush because now I have space and room in my life to bring in more of the truth of my own energy. 
And as we clear out these age of Pisces energies, as we've let a lot of things go, and this can really be through multiple areas of your life, or it can be really in one area of your life. Again, it depends on what you are experiencing and what you're moving through. But I feel like what we're doing is we're opening up the space. You're opening up a space for more of your own authentic vibration to go out. It's been contained, held back, diminished. Uh, perhaps it's, it's been turned off. Maybe it was totally turned off for most of your life. Your authentic self was not even alive, if you will. It didn't feel like it was alive. And I'm getting the image of one of those uh, dimmable lights where it's just fully turned off. And then when you start to turn the light on, it comes on slowly and gradually, not too bright, but it's slowly warming up until it reaches its full wattage. And that's what this feels like, is that as the age of Pisces energies are fading away, we're learning a lot. We're learning more about our soul's journey, our soul's themes. We're learning more about what we've been healing and what we've been needing to understand that our conscious mind has perhaps shut down or wasn't ready for, there wasn't room for it. You know, you could easily be very involved in your everyday life, you know, dealing with work and with family and relationships and just trying to make it through every day to the point where it seems like a luxury to think about your authentic self, or it seems like a dream, you know, a far off dream that I could ever have the life I want or the job I want. The age of Pisces energy is moving so much through us that it's returning us to the truth of our energetic power and how we're working with bigger energy cycles that support our ongoing spiritual growth. And because these energies move in reverse, we're returning to that zero point of Pisces and into the last degrees of Aquarius. And this is a very gradual process over hundreds of years. Again, there's no start or stop exact date. It's energy in motion. And it does work with each of us individually because we're all on different timelines. We're all basically in our own highway lane on the freeway and you know someone on your left is going faster someone on your right is going slower and you're in your own lane and that's your own timeline that's how you work with energy how you grow how you learn uh, the comfort level you have with energies so we all experience this energy differently and I feel like what's shifting here is that we're understanding no matter where you're at, no matter what lane you're in, what timeline, what part of your life you're in, you have the opportunity to tap into that deeper soul level power and very clear, authentic light that is more of your soul's identity than this one lifetime, than this one name on your driver's license, or it's more than just this energy field where you're identifying as a human being with your name and what you do for a living and your family. It's more than that. You're tapping into very big energies here. And this is what's opening us up spiritually and energetically. This is what's expanding us intuitively, where we're understanding, we'll say tools. There's just more tools available to work with. And now, 
is the time on the planet when you absolutely can embrace those tools, work with that energy that you came in with, but you've had to let things go in order to have space for it, in order to have room for it. But it's absolutely required us to get out of our minds and get out of our humanness at times, out of our egos, because to the ego, some types of surrender feel like death. And that's where we experience ego deaths, the death of a false part of ourselves or the death of something that was strong in our value systems or in our belief systems and we are letting it go and it doesn't maybe feel like you're actively choosing it. You're like, no, I would choose to hang on to this job if I could because I want the security, I need the income, I, I really enjoy it. And then we have these experiences of, and I have no idea what's gonna happen next and I'm really scared. And this could be the exact point in your soul's experience where things didn't show up or where you were so disconnected from your power in other lifetimes that it created these fears. And by the way, this is not to be judged because I actually am feeling like this is something that is so similar and a uniting experience for almost every soul on the planet is that we've all had these experiences across lifetimes of feeling very fearful, very powerless, very overwhelmed. But as this age of Pisces energy moves through us, we're returning to the source within us, the source within that's still there, even if it's been covered up or shrouded or hidden. And that's what we are returning to. And it's a feeling at first. You feel it. You intuitively feel it. Maybe you see it in the dream state. Maybe you're getting messages through a dream state. Maybe you're sensing more energies. Maybe you can feel a part of your energetic body opening and it's more receptive. Pisces energy is very receptive and intuitive. It feels a lot. It's the energy of an empath. It's the energy of sensing what's not being said which is true for all water signs, is that you're tapping into the energies and tapping into what is happening below the surface or what's happening beyond what's being communicated. And this is an energy that is reminding us of our capabilities, of the fact that we all came in with spiritual tools and spiritual gifts. And I feel like these age of Pisces energies have been really pushing us to tap into our spirituality. And in fact, it's been really fascinating to observe over the last two or three decades how much spiritual information has been surrounding and expanding on our planet. You know, you can find it now in so many different places all over the world, all kinds of spiritual knowledge, wisdom, teachings, tools, resources. It's everywhere. This is part of those age of Pisces energies. And then as we move into the age of Aquarius, we apply it. We use it. We understand with the deeper knowingness, this is what I'm good at. I'm capable of this. I want to learn this. There can be a desire to learn new spiritual tools or go into new practices that maybe you've always been drawn to but didn't have time for. So we're opening up to what it really means to be a spiritual being on this planet and how to use energy in a very intentional and even profound manner. But again, there's been a requirement to make room for it, make room and make space for it in our lives, in our minds, in our own willingness 
We have to have a willingness to learn. We have to have a willingness and a desire to want something, to understand it. And as these Neptune and Pisces energies have required us to release, then there is room because then there becomes a new void that you can call in a tool that is beneficial for you. So going back to this example of a job change or something against your choice or against your will that's changed, when we have these changes, you can also see it as this Neptune and Pisces energy is your higher self. And your higher self is saying it's time to move forward. Something else is lining up for you or it's already been lined up for you. It might not be here yet. It might not be clear, but it's on the way. And I'm getting the image too of these fragments of energy coming together. They're coming together to create that next step, that new job, that new direction. And it comes together faster and with a better fit for your energy when your energy is involved in the creation process. So think of it as when your intention, your beliefs, and your energy is actively saying the next best possible opportunity is arriving for me now, that energy goes out and it helps to co-create that next opportunity, whatever it might be, and will beat up that creation process and will also help magnetize it to you. And this is how we work with energy powerfully. This is why intentions are important, but also again, it's the belief systems that are vital because that is the foundation of your energy where you believe you are worthy of having the best possible job or career satisfaction. You truly believe you are worthy of enjoying what you do every single day. No matter what it might be, no matter if it sounds ridiculous, um, something else is coming to mind. Actually, just as I say this, they're giving me this download that what we're also reprogramming is the starving artist consciousness, which has been perpetuated for decades that, oh, if you're an artist, you won't be able to make a living or you're going to be starving or it's going to be really hard. That's not true anymore. That's absolutely not true. And it's a reprogramming of that consciousness. It's even a reprogramming of that perception of lack where, no, in fact, you could be a thriving artist. You can be thriving at what you do, loving it, enjoying it. It's passionate. It's in demand. You're making money. You wake up every day and you're so grateful that you get to use your energy in this manner on a daily basis. That's what we're reprogramming. Whatever your wanting to do in your life, in your job, in your family, in the world, there are more opportunities than ever before to be successful at exactly that. But it's the reprogramming. It's the shifting it out of that lack consciousness and moving it into the energy of everything is possible. Anything is possible. And the funny thing about lack consciousness is that it's connected to poverty consciousness, scarcity consciousness, which can be a truth. It can be your truth system because you are a powerful creator. But when you look around on this planet, there is more than enough. We live in a very plentiful world. We live with abundance. We live surrounded by more than enough and we can miss it. You can miss out on that vibration if you're locked into 
poverty consciousness, which I feel again stems from many lifetimes of experiences where there wasn't the consciousness on the planet to shift out of that perception of lack. Now here on earth, we have the full spectrum of energy. You have everything from very deep fear to very deep love. You do have poverty on the planet as well as we have extreme riches. So we have the full spectrum of energy and what you can do is consciously choose what you're going to create. You choose your own lane on the highway. You choose your own timeline. You choose what you want to create and that's where you set your intentions. That's where you give energy to it. That's where you stay open to what you don't know. And it's interesting because this overlap between the Pisces energies and the Aquarius energies is that as we reprogram these energies of powerlessness, fear, scarcity, lack, even the energy of self-sacrifice, that can be another big theme where I have to sacrifice myself for my family or for my partner or for my job. Well, no, you don't. That can be reprogrammed where you don't sacrifice anything. You're in your power. You're in your strength. You're benefiting equally you're receiving. Thing about sacrifice energy is that it has shut down the ability to receive and it's connected to a martyr complex. It can also be deeply connected to many soul experiences on the planet where you came in and you had to do a lot for others to be of service, to survive, to get by. You know, these again, repeating soul lessons that can be reworked now. And so as we come into contact and knowingness with these themes, We reprogram them and then the Aquarius energies that are strong right now and will be increasing are going to show you innovations, new solutions, new ways of doing something. It brings in the technology. It brings in the brilliance. It brings in some kind of fast moving aha moment. Yes, this is how I can reprogram this. This is how I can take something and make it into even more because these age of Aquarius energies are showing us new solutions, new opportunities, new ways of connecting with people, connecting with the masses, putting our gifts out there, sharing with others and allowing there to be this sense of, I feel it is like a tribal support system where I know that it's common to say like your tribes or your soul tribes, but I feel this as an energetic tribe of entrepreneurship of going your own way, of being an individual, of, you know, making something that's uniquely your own, putting it out there and realizing other people want it, they need it, they're interested. And that's because the whole world is now open to us uh, through the internet, through technology. And there are so many ways to be successful now. And this is one of the huge gifts as we transition out of the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius energies more strongly, is that there's more opportunities here to really understand who you are, what you can uniquely offer the world, to believe in it, to trust it, to know that it's real. But it's only by getting to the heart of something at a soul level that's going to really shift that energy permanently. So yes, it requires the work. And currently, The Saturn energy shows us where work needs to be done, where we put in time, energy, and effort to create a reward or experience an accomplishment. Saturn in Aquarius is showing us what we can build and create for the future, for our future lives, and also for 
what matters to us for the long term and the long run. These energies can be wonderfully experienced when we're aware of our power as creators and co-creators with God, Source, Spirit, the universe. So what we can do, uh, what you can choose to do is look at the reoccurring themes in your life where you've experienced fears, where you've experienced something powerless, where you felt like a victim. Uh, Again, you've maybe felt self-sacrifice. You felt like there was a disappointment or overwhelm. Any of these lower Pisces energies, the lower expressions of Pisces are your teachers. They're your soul teachers that are showing you where to transmute the energy, where to work with it, where to let go of that lower consciousness and replace it with a deeper knowingness that you have at a soul level. This can't always be rushed. And remember, it is a zigzag where there's back and forth, but you stick with it and the energy does shift and it does change and you start to feel it. You feel a shift. You feel that you've moved through something. Almost like you can shift how you feel around money or you shift how you feel around your talents and your gifts. And it's something that you just feel and sense in yourself that has changed. And that is positive reinforcement for the work you've been doing and to show, again, how powerful you are at moving through these lower expressions of yourself. And then you get connected to those next opportunities, those next steps, and that path that is in alignment with where you're going next. So please know that these age of Pisces energies that have been unraveling your life or feel like it's just taking away so much and it can again feel like you're lost at times or in a certain area of your life it's just a struggle or a loss that is exactly where your higher self is pointing to focus on shifting the energy shifting it into a place where you remember that you're worthy that you are powerful, that you can create something new right here in this part of your life. And again, I feel like it goes back to one of those very first lifetimes when the energy was so vibrant, bright, strong, clear, and some of that got lost. But what they're showing me is find something that you can visually see that reminds you of that energy, whether it's a particular crystal or a particular picture visual or image, uh, put something on the refrigerator, on the coffee machine, on your desk, on your phone, that is the visual of very bright, clear energy. I mean, it can be the picture of a star. It could be the picture of the sun. It could be anything. And what you're reprogramming in actually a deeper like subconscious manner is a remembrance of your own potential, of your own energy, and what you want to change. Because what they're saying too is how these visuals that we have in our lives, they work with us at a subconscious level. Where if you have a picture of a gorgeous, fully lit up sun somewhere or multiple places in your everyday environment, when your mind sees that visual, it's going to tap into the deeper programming you have around what that represents. So essentially, this is a way also to reprogram ourselves is to be very clear on what your mind is actively working with. This is also why it's important to put around your everyday environment different affirmations or mantras 
because even if you don't read it all the time, it's still there. It's still something that your subconscious self is aware of and that your psyche picks up on. So this would be a very practical thing to do to help accelerate this energy and to tap into more of what you're reprogramming. And of course, play with this. Look if there's something else that comes up for you or something else that you want to rework or play with. This would be a good way to do it because this is a really exciting time. It's an exciting time to trust who you are, follow what you want, and be very intentional in what you believe. And I personally, whenever I see that term, starving artist, I think of it as, no, it's a thriving artist. And I say this because my mom is a mural artist. She's beautifully talented. She's painted murals in all these incredible places and people's homes, their bathrooms, in their uh, kitchens, in their bedrooms. She's painted for libraries and bookstores. She's painted on the ceiling of a really cool shop. She kind of like the Sistine Chapel. She's painted the ceiling murals. She's a beautiful artist. She came in with so many talents. And I remember being in awe of her as she really went with her business because people want art. They love art and they want to experience it. And there is a desire now for more of our gifts, for putting it out there, for sharing it, for being who you are. So please trust that that is exactly what we're here for in this lifetime is to be more of our authentic selves and to trust that what we came in with is what's needed at this time. So I hope that this episode has given you some good reminders of who you are and also some empowering messages to look at around any fears or any of those lower expressions of Pisces that might be coming up. In next Monday's show, which will be on April 26th, I will be talking about the Jupiter in Pisces energies, which could also help bring all this together a bit more since Jupiter is what we've learned, what we've come to understand, what we have experienced that has brought us more wisdom. And I think it's going to help us see even more of how to work with these Pisces energies and how to make the most of them. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. And I now have for you a private space on my website over at mollymccord.online, a private space for channeled messages. It's called the Galactic Center. I'll put a link below this podcast. You can sign up and log in for free. You just need to enter your email address. And this will be basically a dashboard of information that I have channeled that I won't be putting out publicly So you can access these recordings and listen to them uh, when you want to. And it's designed to be a space for this information to be protected, but also to honor those who wish to access this information and those who do not. So again, it's called the Galactic Center, and you can check that out below this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'll be back every Wednesday and Monday for another podcast episode. I'm very grateful for your presence and connection during this wild ongoing journey. And I hope that you have a beautiful day ahead as you tap into more of who you are and that it's a beautiful time on the planet to fully embrace all of your energy. Thank you, friends, and I'll see you back here very soon.